Thank you for joining our podcast here at Peninsula Covenant Church. Stay tuned as together we'll study God's Word. I'm Brian Wren, your transition lead pastor. It's good to be with you today on Jersey Sunday. I have a little unique jersey on today. You might not know it. I'm from Pittsburgh, PA. So I'm all about Roberto Clemente. When I was a young kid, there's a lot of admiration. And this is a jersey that also is honoring uh, Hispanic Heritage Month because it's his jersey from uh, his hometown or actually a town where he grew up, where he played for. And the, can you see what it says here? Sintersis, this is in Puerto Rico. Anybody ever been to Puerto Rico? Beautiful place, beautiful place, yes. So hey, it's good to be with you on this day and as we rep our jerseys and we're here really to rep the word of the Lord today. Just let's pause for a moment. Father in heaven, we acknowledge your goodness today and we acknowledge that you are our Lord and that you have put us in a time and place And Lord, we are your people. And so we ask today, Lord, that you would speak, speak to us. Thank you for you've spoken through music to us this morning. Speak now through your word. And we ask this in the name of Jesus and all God's people said. Hey, so welcome back. We're in our second week of a new series together, remembering experiences that inform our future. And whether you're with us in person or you're with us online this morning, we're just grateful to have you with us. And boy, am I enjoying just being around people during this season. Anybody else relate to that? Just good to be together. Just good to be together. This series is about the book of Deuteronomy. We're going to study the entire book. We're challenging you every week to read a little, come and hear a little, go back and read a little, and then what? Remember. Because remembering is the core theme of this book. Let me take you back to an image up on the screen so that you see it, where we are in this book. It was supposed to be a short journey, a short journey for the Israelites from Mount Sinai to Kadesh to enter the promised land. But instead of 11 days, how long did it take them? 40 years. Took them 40 years because they didn't obey. It's really that simple. They didn't remember what God had told them to do. Hence, the theme of the book is remembering. And I want you to see the power of remembering. Remember our line from last week? You'll see it on the screen. That remembering is the fuel to our faith. Isn't it? If we forget, the fire goes out. Remembering is fuel to our faith. And one of the core things that he, Moses, at that time, at the east of the Jordan asked them to remember was the Shema. And I don't know if you got a bookmark in the way in, but the Shema is Deuteronomy 6, 4, 9. And we're challenging people every day to recite it in the morning, recite it in the evening, or find your own rhythm to adapt. Maybe it's before every meal, but just to remind yourself that the Lord is our God and the Lord is one, meaning there is no other God. The other thing we're challenging people to, you can see in the backside, besides reading in advance each week, one to, really one to four, three to four chapters, we're encouraging you to actually remember the significant moments where God touched your life and how it's informed your future. We're hoping to get those up and around in this worship center so that you can identify them and we can be encouraged by each other's faith. So today as we continue, we're going to look at chapters 1 to 4, kind of the highlights of it, 
and remember the key thing that God has for us today. And I want to start with a question. Here's the question. I want you to ponder this right now. Do you know that God made an agreement, a covenant with you from birth? Have you ever thought about that? Do you know that God made an agreement, a covenant with you from birth? Let me help us remember this. I'm unveiling our shelves of remembrance. Can everybody go, ooh? All right, these are our shelves of remembrance. <laughs> and what we have in our shelves of remembrance, as we have this nine-week series, we're going to have really nine artifacts that we're going to pull out to help us remember the book. Now, remember last week, I brought this artifact out. It's a scrapbook, because what are scrapbooks for? They help us do what? Remember. It's our core artifact here. But here today, if you think about our question, did you know that God made an agreement, a covenant with you from birth? And on this scroll, folks, I have that agreement, all right, that he made for all of us. Here's what it says. It says, covenant. God has a place in his world and his heart for us. Do you believe that? This is our big idea today. God has a place in his world and his heart for us. Seems very general, but it's very specific. Also on this covenant is this, is our responsibility. Because covenants usually go two ways. And so if God's covenant to us is, hey, I have a place for you in this world and in my heart, here's our part. Well, here, OPCC, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. That's our part of this covenant. And as we ponder this reality today, I want you to realize what happens if we forget this? What happens if we actually forget the truth that God has a place in his world and in his heart for us? Let's just ponder it, and I actually want your thoughts on this right now. I'll repeat them to our audience that's watching. What happens if we forget this covenant? What would you say? What happens? Somebody throw out an idea. If we forget this covenant, that God has a place in this world for each of us, very specific place, and that he has a place in his heart for us, what happens? What are the consequences? Somebody just throw it out. We drift. Yeah, just like the Israelites, we wander. What else? Yeah, we, we, who loves us? Where's our solid foundation? Very good, Mary. It causes insecurity in us, especially in instable and in uncertain times like this. What else happens to us if we forget this? Yes, we go our own way. We wander, but it becomes about who? Us versus coming about who? God. Who else? Yeah, we lose our purpose. We don't even know why we're here. I mean, that is what got me into this thing called Christianity. I was in my office in the city. I'm 22. I have four suits and a new briefcase. And I begin to look out the window at the Bay Bridge and go, this is it? This is it. That's why I got educated. This is it? Now, that's not saying I'm against offices, briefcases, or suits at all. But for my own self, I just got to this, and my dad had just retired. And I was like, wow, he's retired. I'm beginning. Wow, what is the purpose of life? 
And at that point, I was probably in one of my soberer moments of life and pondering those things. We can miss our purpose. So let's look at what Moses tells them about their place in his world and in the land, or in, in, his, in his world and in his heart. Let's open up your Bibles right to the beginning of Deuteronomy because he declares this right from the start. Deuteronomy 1.8, listen what he says. In Deuteronomy 1.8, he says to them, remember, I have a land for you. He says, see, I've given you the land. Go in and take possession of the land. The Lord swore he would give to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, and to their descendants after them. Here's the truth here. God always gives people a place to possess and bless others. Do you realize that? Think about your own lives. He has put you in a place. Think about those who came before you. He put them in a place. It might be a different place that you're now, but God actually always gives us a place. And this has been part of his covenant throughout the Bible. Take it all the way back to Adam and Eve. What did he give them? A garden. All right, he gave them a place. They didn't handle it really well, all right? And then sometimes there's consequences. But then think about the next people he gave a place to. He gave a place to who? Abraham, okay? He was only called Abram that. The covenant hadn't even given to him yet. And look what it says in this passage. You'll see it on the screen. The Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to what? To the land I will show you. I'm trying to help you see here that God has a place in his world for each of us. It's by his providence. It's by his sovereignty. That just means it's by his ordained planning for your life. I'm wanting you to ponder that and hold that and own it today. It goes on. Think about in Genesis, when Abram is told to go to land, he's then told to go bless people. Look what it says in Genesis 12, 1 to 3. I will make you into a great nation, Abram. I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. Did you see that? And you will be a blessing. Gives a land to possess, but says, then use that land in that location to bless others. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed, what? Through you. When we forget that he has a place for us, we forget that we are called to be people who bless where we possess the land. Did you hear me? When we forget, what happens is then we forget that we are supposed to bless where we possess in the land. Just in the, wherever you are, we're called to bless just like, just like Abram was. This goes on further. Let's just take this, this thread further that he is a place. Remember in the book of Acts, all right? This got carried on even further. Now Jesus has come. The Holy Spirit has been dropped on normal people like you and I. And look what it says in Acts. For, from one man, he made all nations that they should inhabit what? The whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their what? Their lands. So this threat isn't just for the Israelites it is actually for us because just like it was for Abraham, just like it was for the disciples and Jesus, and isn't it interesting, side note, how he gave Jesus and the disciples really that area of Israel and he gave them Israel. And think about how 
Prominent Israel still is in the world today. Controversial, you betcha. But prominent, it's still a very significant land. But when the Holy Spirit came in the book of Acts, in essence, it dispersed the spirit to the world and it ends up with us. Where we in this day and age, wherever we are, possess a land and we're called to bless. Let's take it even further in James. I'm just showing you the thread here the whole way through, all the way to the book of James. Thousand years later to the book of James, here's what it says. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow we'll go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You're amidst that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, here's what it says. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. My point here is this. Even in the book of James, Jesus' brother is saying, do not forget, it is the Lord who puts you in a place in his world. And from there, he wants you to bless. Anybody know the tune, the Woody Guthrie tune, this land is your land, this land is my land? I want to redeem that song today, and I think we should have a little sing-along, all right? Here's the verses we're going to sing. This land is your land, this land is my land, but don't go further, okay? We're just going to the end now. This land was made for who? You and me. Sing this with me. This land is your land. This land is my land. End course now. This land was made for you and me. Think about this. This land is your land. Let's redeem it right now. And this land, God is saying, is my land. And this land that you are placed in was made for who? You and me. Will you sing it now with a little redemptive spirit? All right, because we know what it even, it's, we've taken it a little further. Ready? Here we go. I don't even need the solo sisters for this. Isn't that amazing? I'm going way out on the edge here. You need to come with me right now. Let's sing it. This land is your land. This land is my land. This land was made for you and me. That's what God has for us. Do you realize that? He has put you in a land. And when he puts you in a land, he wants you to bless those who are there. We talk about blessed being a process, but I think we can take it on as an attitude and just live it out wherever we are. That's what he was wanting for the Israelites to touch the world, and that's what he's wanting for us. We talk about blessed being this. It begins with prayer. We use this acronym around here. It's about being a listening person to others around you. It's about eating and sharing life with them. It's about serving people in your land. And then when the right time and the right place and God seems to open up that door, you convey what you know about the kingdom of God to that person. And we know people are in all different places around this, but we should be blessing people because what else is life really about? Because remember me standing, looking out in the Bay Bridge? I came to terms with it. It just can't be about making money, all right? It can't be just about me becoming self-glorifying myself. It's about expanding the world and letting people know of the goodness of God. Wherever we are, whether you're a child, whether you're a mom, dad, whether you're a student, whether you're a worker and have a job, whether you're retired and you're a grandparent, we can all bless in the land that we possess. Can't we? We can. We can. And God wants us to. This is the core thread that's been spread. And when we do this, 
We live out the word of God, which is one of our values, and we share Jesus in a very natural way to all those around us. Okay, so here's my challenge right now. Who are your three? Who are your two? And who are your one? Let me explain that. Who are the three people you're just praying for that are part of your land that you're just yearning for them to know the goodness of God? They don't seem interested right now, and all you can do is love them, but pray for them. Who are your three? Who are your two that are interested and they're in conversation with you? They like you, you like them. They like to talk about spiritual things. You might be helping to bring them along. And then who's the one person that pours into you that when you need somebody to give you the perspective of God and help you say, hey, Donna, let's remember what God has done here. Hey, Larry, let's remember what God has done here. Who are your three that you're just praying for? Who are your two that you're walking alongside with, helping them grow? But who is your one that you have that helps you what? Remember. We need that. So I want you to consider this right now. Look at this reflective question. Do you believe that God has put you in a specific place to bless others? And do you believe that's true, PCC? Because if we're to move forward, this is vital. This is vital. Because isn't it amazing that God gave us this land and he put us in this place? And I've seen it. I've seen it. It's not that we haven't been doing this. We've been in the last, really, 20 years blessing the city in a variety of ways, blessing the world through our missionaries. I'm just recalling us to this. Because as we move in transition, it's easy to what? Wander and get lost and become about us when I'm just saying, oh, let's keep doing this PCC. And individually, will you keep doing this? In the land he has given you. Moses went on to tell them that he also wanted them to know, I've given you a land, I've given you, there's this place for you in my world, he's saying to them. But then there's this place in my heart I'm with you during this. You're not alone. When you're in your land and you're doing your thing in whatever way you do it, I am with you. Look what it says in 431. For the Lord your God is merciful God. He will not abandon or destroy you or forget the covenant with your ancestors, which he confirmed to them by oath. Do you realize what it's saying here is? I'm with you. I will not forget you. I will not abandon you. No matter what it's like in your land, no matter how uncertain it is land, no matter how hard it seems in your land, I am with you. This is the God of covenant. And that covenant extends from the Israelites to us through faith in Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit given us. It's so powerful. It's so mysterious. And it's so true. It's so true. What's amazing is he goes on to link this, God goes on to link this all the way to the other Hebrews. Think about it. Deuteronomy is about convincing the Israel people, you're my people, stay with me, don't forget. Come on, don't forget. Now let's go all the way to Hebrews in the New Testament. Isn't it ironic? Here's the connection. Make sure you see this. What's the book of Hebrews about? It's about a Jewish people that have believed in Jesus, but they're wavering. They may wander away. And what's amazing, the same, and you'll see this on the screen, the same text 
that is stated in Deuteronomy 31, 6, is stated in Hebrews to the Hebrews. And here's the text. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. It's a marriage that has no divorce clause. Did you hear that? He is with us. Moses wants the Israelites to remember that. And then it's restated to the Israelites thousands of years later so that they remember it as they follow Jesus. And it's what God wants us to know today. That he has what for us? He has a place in his world to go and bless people. And that along the way, he has this deep place in our hearts. But by faith in Jesus, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Folks, Will you sit in this reflection question right now? Do you see how God has a heart for you and has not abandoned or given up on you? And do you see how over 70 years it's been the same for PCC? He is with us. His deep love covers us. We need to remember this covenant and hold on to it and live into it on a daily basis. That's why we have the Shema, to say it, to remind us. You've got to figure out how to iterate something into your life that helps you remember. That's why I'm calling you to remember the three to four things in your life where God has truly touched you so you'd never forget those and they would be motivation for you. Look at this on the screen. If we forget, we lose our fire. If we lose our fire, we lose our passion. If we lose our passion, we lose our mission. And our mission here at PCC is to empower the generations to passionately follow Christ. And when we lose that, we lose then what? Touching the world. So as we go today, you have a card that's in your pew, and I want to challenge you. And as the music team comes on up right now, I'd encourage you to come up. I want you to do the following. I'd love for you to write out a prayer on this card to acknowledge and say, God, I know that you have a place in this world and, God, that you have a place in your heart for me. Would you consider writing out a prayer just to acknowledge that? And then on the back side, would you write your three, your two, and your one? Who are your three people that you want to bless and pray for? Who are the two people that you're walking alongside with? And then who's the one pouring into you? Let's take a moment. Let me pray for us right now. But would you write a prayer acknowledging that he's given you a place in this world, right where you are, and in his heart? And then who are your three that you're praying for? Who are your two you're walking alongside with? Who is your one that's pouring into you? Let us pray. Oh, Father, thank you for the gift of a covenant that I didn't even know about, Lord, until I got to my 20s. And Lord, thank you that I think I'm receiving it more and more and more and more as you show me the fullness of who you are. Lord, I ask for our people today, for myself and all of us, Lord, that we would remember your covenant of long ago that stands today in your deep love for us. And then Lord, show us who you want us to bless so that you may honor and the kingdom of God moves forward. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in to our message podcast here at Peninsula Covenant Church. We would love the opportunity to connect with you more. 
We are located in Redwood City, California, and you can find us online at wearepcc.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by simply searching for We Are PCC.